dudes. Here we are. We're doing a post game show. Um, I'm a I changed tired. my name for the show. So did I. Hey, I'm gonna start doing this. You guys yeah. can do that. Oh yeah. You could do it too. I keep telling you. Uh, you usually try to start every show as as Bob Manning, and I have <laughs> to change it at least to Joe Sway. Yeah, that's me doing um, it. Yeah, that was me. Just no. This is you know. You have the power. Um, anyway, the um, uh, just letting people know, uh, Bobby's here. He's checking out. He's uh, listening in on Ime, uh, who's talking right now. And uh, Sherrod is in Atlanta. He's going to join us in a little bit. Celtics lose to the Hawks uh, uh, tonight in, I don't know, I guess – a relatively competitive game. I don't know. It felt like the Celtics were kind of always chasing this one a little bit. Um, you know, and yep. there are some things. It, it, it's just a hard, this is a hard one to get like too upset about. You're down two starters playing a team that's probably better than you, or at least is probably better than you, even if you are full squad. So I hate to make excuses. Plus Atlanta shoots like 58% from the field through three quarters. I don't know what the final numbers were, but they shot the lights out. They shot 50% for, I mean, you know, for the game. Um, it's just, it just was one of those, this is one of those make miss league sort of, uh, sort of wins uh, here where you just, you know, Atlanta was just hitting shots left and right. They shot over 50% Herder. from the field. Herder. Herder, yeah, don't Herder hurt him. Was a problem. Herder, don't hurt him. Herder, yeah. was a, he was a problem throughout, too. That was the thing. And then Cam Reddish, the second half, just. He cooled off. I don't think Herder did anything. Herder didn't have a point in the second half. But then Bogdanovich, half. Pick, yeah. then Bogdanovich yeah. picked it up. Gallinari hit a couple. Reddish hit a couple. And that was it. Um, you know, they just kind of got off and running. Uh, ball game. Yeah, 110-99. Dean blouses. Yeah, yeah, they they kept a healthy lead on themselves. The Celtics tried to what they got to like ten or whatever it was, and just tried to keep it, tried to claw back. But and even Trey Young didn't even have a great. I mean, the first half, the way that they were playing, uh, Trey Young. You, if you told me they held them the way they did, and that, I would have thought that they were up, be up on the on the Hawks at that point. But like we said, Herder and um, you know Collins, those guys kind of did their thing. And that's it. So uh, you yeah. know you're gonna have what are you gonna have today? We're gonna have. We're going to have a little bit of Tatum, you know, Tatum got right a little bit talk. Yeah. Although. Yeah, for sure. Especially because he didn't start out so hot, right? So he had to really work for that. And he stuck stuck with it. And you've got the Grant game. So we're going to hear, we're going to get a healthy doses of that from Bobby and uh, Sherrod when they jump on. So, yeah, why don't we do some Grant bashing now? Uh, and that way we don't have to deal with those guys later. But I don't know, guys, just initial <laughs> initial thought on this game overall before we get down to the nitty-gritty. I was just – I thought the, the execution was just lackluster, to say the least. I mean, you, in the fourth quarter, it got to the point where you sort of wanted them to start setting up Tatum because it was like, you know what, he's the only one going. You know, the guys are getting open shots, but they're not falling. Why not let's just get him going and just pick up the momentum from there. They'll let the pieces fall, and, and whether that means a, an open market smart three – or another shot. Instead, it's it seemed like the Celtics were sort of like forcing those shots, right, and forcing everyone to get their looks. But at the same time, you have a team like the Atlanta Hawks where they felt, you know, they, they smelled blood, so to speak, right? I mean, they outscored the Celtics throughout the second and third quarter. So by the fourth, they're like, man, we 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 hang around, 
for another six, seven minutes, and this game is ours. That's exactly what happened. Well, it was a couple of, couple of runs there, you know, where yeah. Atlanta just kind of got hot. It was Celtics. like another yeah. punch, another punch, another punch from Atlanta. And they there was knew. a 14 to two, a 13 to five. There's just exactly. a bunch of. They knew by the fourth quarter, one more punch. And, and that was, in my opinion, it was Cam Reddish, man, on, on both ends. Yeah, that was the one in the third quarter, 13 to five run made it, um, you know, 16. They had a couple tough sequences there. There was a four point game at one point in the third quarter. Smart missed a layup. Uh, he goes, you know, uh, Bogdanovich comes out, you know, they go under on a screen. He hits a three, the alley-oop that Horford kind of caught on the rim and, and doofed it a little bit there. Bogdanovich with another three, it went yeah. from four, it went from four to 10 in like 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was so after, fast. And then Tatum got, Tatum got blocked. Yeah. Tatum got blocked. I think another three, the other way, 13 to five run 16 point lead in the third quarter. And they never really re- they never really recovered from there. I mean, the I, Hawks I, shot 51% too. I mean, it's tough to beat a team when they, yeah. when they shoot more than 50% from the field. And I they were gambling the a little. They, 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 gamb- they, they, they doubled Trey a bit. They were trying to keep him from going off. They did. Um, yeah. Found some shooters. Those guys hit their shots. Pick your poison, you know? Uh, that was kind of what happened tonight. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, the Hawks played a better team game from start to finish. Celtics, you know, we already know that they're not a great shooting team. So right. you're going to win these games on defense. So if you're giving up 50, over 50% from the field, chances are you're not going to go toe-to-toe offensively with a team like the Hawks who have – we already know they have shooters, Herder, Trey Young. Um, and they have a nice presence uh, inside, whether it's Capella or Collins. Capella just alters shots. Like that's just what he does. You know, he, he's not going to blow you away in the stats. But when he's out there, he does, have, he does make it very difficult to score around that rim. And I thought Tougher. the Celtics – they could have taken more advantage of times that he was out and been more aggressive. They did drive some, uh, but yeah. those are the, you know, the, when, when Capella's out of there in the middle, you have to definitely be a little bit more aggressive there. You know, I didn't love that. Like I, I get the strategy, but you've got Capella and Collins, which means you start grant and you go with your double big, you know, the best that you can put on the floor with Rob being out. And, you know, you got great contributions out of grant early. Um, and then kind of, he turned back in, to a pumpkin at halftime and was just great. I mean, he wasn't horrible, but that's basically it. Right. You know, I mean, but you, that's you got what you, you got get from him. You got closer to a Grant <clears throat> level performance in the second half, where it was like, yeah, he was there, but you know, um, yeah, you know. But, but, but you know what? His, that being we'll said, he's he's still outperforming the rest of the you know quote unquote kids right now, which says more about them than him, to be completely honest. Uh, but again, you know, Neesmith, very forgettable uh, minutes out there. I didn't really see a whole lot from Langford. Um, Jesus. Who's doing, who's doing that? This? Who's doing this? Oh, it's got to be Bobby. Because <laughs> Bobby just came back. Oh, Bobby? Bobby just Bobby's got back, so it must be Bobby. He loves that stuff. Um, you know who I'm starting to come around on? He's trying to make a, he's trying to make a grand entrance right now. He is. I'm starting to come around on our friend Richardson. He just does like a lot of little things out there. It, I want him to keep it going, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I felt like he was just like one or two more shots away from like really heating up. I mean, he was heating up, but it was like, man, if he right. just gets a couple of threes here, that, that's the that's the uh, you know the, the the couple shots that they needed to, to to get the run that they that they needed. You know, they never really got it down to single digits, and just when they did, you know, right when you thought that they were going to be able to put together the run that'll get it to a two possession game, back right. in the Hawks, he's solid. Bobby, veteran you know kind of 
type of presence that you need from somebody coming off the bench, and he plays solid defense. So um, I just think that I'm I'm starting to come around. I know we were kind of joking about how he would be the least liked Celtic, but that's definitely not definitely not the case. There's a lot more uh, least liked Celtics right now for sure. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Uh, Bobby, why don't you uh, you want to just start talking about Grant now, and then I'll kind of tune back in in about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not going to start there. I... He had a good game. I think we can leave that to later. He had a good. Uh, he had a good half. Okay, <laughs> let's let's be real. He had a good half. Yeah, he kind of gave them what they needed on offense. Yeah. Defensively, this is a concerning game. You know, I think this game was concerning for a number of different reasons. And you can say they kept it close. You can say multiple guys down, all that stuff. I'm worried about the attention to detail with this team. Just the turnovers, point-blank misses, stuff that you can't really chalk up to the talent difference between these two teams, the pressure Atlanta's putting on them. That turnover Schroeder had at half court was pretty devastating that led to the uh, Collins hanging layup there down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, Tatum had one against Tatum Reddish had a couple. Stretch. Tatum dribbled off his foot one time and then complained all day about yeah. it. You know, I mean, there's a few in there, right? Yeah, and then just being so low on these shooters all game. Like, did you yep. see that play where Bogdanovich broke out and Tatum's just kind of standing there with his arms out at the three-point line? Well, we it's attention about, to detail. We talked and about the sequence in the third quarter when Bogdanovich hit those back-to-back -back threes. Uh, you know, Smart missed an open three on a kick from Tatum. Then he goes under on a screen. Bogdanovich hits one. Then they go back, botch the alley-oop. Then they go back. Bogdanovich hits another. Yeah, that botched alley-oop, too. Like, just you know, so the many whole little... Thing. Yeah. Screwed up play. Smart, smart miss. Smart miss two layups. Yeah. Um, drive into the basket at least two. And you again, know, so you do, you do have a lot of those where it's just frustrating because right, that's the thing. If you're a team that can't hit shots all day, you, you got to be able to do everything else. You got to take advantage of layup opportunities. Romeo yeah. had a Simmons. Romeo had a Simmons moment in the first half too, but my Tatum God. Tatum losing well, a point, like... putting his foot on the line. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like it was worse down the stretch. Well, for obvious reasons, but especially because they come out of a timeout. I believe it was Marcus Smart made the layup. Atlanta calls a timeout. You got it down to nine points, and you just saw poor execution again. You saw careless turnovers, in my opinion. And then Atlanta did the same thing. Like you, you had a chance to capitalize on Atlanta. You know, making that. I think with the, the Trey Young that. He threw it up to threw it in the corner as if as if I think it was Cam Reddish in the corner as if he was like seven eight or something, awful turnover. But you don't capitalize on that. You give it right back to Atlanta. Yeah, and no, no doubt Atlanta had an incredible game offensively. I thought Young was awesome. The shooters were on from the first moment of this game. The Celtics probably weren't going to win this game no matter what. But you wanted to see them be able to keep it close the way they did for much of it. And when the execution broke down between the end of the third quarter and the fourth. That's when this really became a blow that you imagined it would have possibly been. All right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props live betting, all kinds of weird stuff out outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50, 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. What about setting up Tatum, Bobby? 
What do you feel about that? Like down the stretch, or at least in like the six or seven minute mark in that fourth quarter, where it felt like it was getting away from them. You felt like the Celtics, or at least Eme, could have done a better job of, of setting them up a bit. It's a real concern. Yeah, the ball ended up out of his hands. I feel like when he gets off the ball, he has a tough time when guys are kind of face guarding him, and that's kind of the downside to some of the movement stuff you want to see him start to do when he's not on the ball, dribbling away and making plays. I, they, they definitely lost him down the stretch there. He had a good third quarter. You know, he had that spinning layup for the or layup attempt for the free throws there. Another good shot. You know, the one I mentioned with his foot on the line. He did some good stuff to get himself going in the second half. But again, this was one of those weird Tatum games that we've seen all year long. It was like good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Mm-hmm. Throat. Started slow, heated up, turnovers. All of a sudden he's making plays. Like you had a little bit of everything from him here in this one. And it wasn't enough. And at some point, like, I know we've thrown out all these reasons that he could be struggling. And it ends up being a decent game for him. But with the attention to detail, especially with him as the most important player on the team, at some point you can just kind of say he's playing bad. And that's all there really is to it. Like, he needs to be better. He has been. Tonight's not one of those nights. Tonight was a night where, again, some of the stuff was falling. He was aggressive. I thought, actually, he 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 was quicker with his decisions he didn't you know he wasn't dribbling and trying to set up defenders he was being more aggressive when he was trying to get downhill on some of those um things but again you're right i mean he disappeared um i mean not disappeared got four field goal attempts in the fourth quarter made three of them but yours definitely wasn't involved enough there uh turnovers and that sloppy stuff you want to clean up and as you said on the text chain bobby the complaining to the refs thing i guess is just something Eme gave up on um so that's always going to be there. And that's still going to be frustrating because it's, again, just keep yourself in the game, man. You know, like, yeah, not even Grant you can't control it. that. You can't, it's yeah, the heat you of can't the control moment. it. Like, any any competitor will tell you that. Like, it's just uncontrollable. But good to see some shots falling because, again, like, you almost saw it. They clearly, they ran a set. For, I mean, it's so funny how it's in his head. They ran a set for him, obviously, obviously early to get um, you know him an open look, and he had a wide open look on a three, and he missed it. And you could almost see right out of the gate, he was like, ugh. And then the next time through, next time he got the ball, he had the ball with another great opportunity to take a quick catch-and-shoot three, and he kicked it. And so it's like, okay, he's already in his own head thinking about that. So I was like, oh, no, here we go. And then he started to get it rolling, and that was thank goodness for that because he needed it. You know, He needed to see some drop. You know, he missed three open, three wide open threes, one of them very badly in the first half. So it really felt like it could have gone either way with him. Uh, and he got some easy buckets. He got downhill. He drove a little bit more. Uh, and he did make a couple of threes. He made a couple of step backs, top of the key, you know, three. He needs those in his game. He, the threat of him just being able to pull up from anywhere all the time and keep people honest is huge. And he can't, like... He has to have the confidence to pull the trigger on those shots. So I, I was he, he needed this bad. He needed a, yeah, he needed a game I, like this bad. I think that's maturity, John. Honestly, I think I think this kind of game will go a long way for Tatum compared to like the the one where he's you know he he only missed a few field goal shots you know, and he's he scores thirty five points where where it comes easy to Tatum. No, this one didn't come easy to him. He had to read the defense. You know, he's he working had to be for smart. It, yeah. yeah, he had to work for it. And I feel like a couple of years ago. Maybe he bails out of that kind of situation. And I don't mean when I say bail out, I don't mean that he gives up, but I feel like it would have been more step backs, would have been more lazy uh, attempts, you know, instead of trying to read the defense better and find open guys and picking your spots when to when to drive and, and when to say, you know, 
I got I got to pass out of the double team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but he's working for it again. What are you going to do here? You've got, you're still missing Jalen. Um, you know, those are tough games for him, uh, because there's so much attention on him, uh, anyway, but, um, yeah, any news on Jalen? Like is Jalen going to come back Friday? No, it's, it's up in probably the air. Not. It'll probably be kind of a game time decision. I mean, there was a lot of momentum toward him playing Monday and there really didn't seem to be any momentum toward him playing in this one. So He's probably just kind of in the same spot. Uh, I feel like it's possible, but there's no indication that that's going to happen. Um, or let's see why LeBron's playing, Jimmy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd be great if both these teams could be healthy, get Rob back, all that stuff. It's just exasperating talking about this team to some degree. Because... It really is. I, I, I like. I honestly, I want to end the show already. It's like it's one step. <laughs> Me too. It, it is, man. It's just it's hey, we'll forward one step. Well, it's it, like. Again, it's, it's again, here we go again. It's but it's the same thing. It's one step forward, one step back. This is life. This is the life of covering a 500 team. You can't, <laughs> this is life. You can't ever get any momentum going. You can't feel like, oh, they've turned a corner. There is no corner. They're an average team. They're going to win as many as they lose. So you're just yo-yoing back and forth and you're so, stuck. Between I was, rea- it's also hard when they have their guys out too, though. I mean, I feel like we have to, we have it to is always hard, always. Like, no, so but who are their five starters are out. You know, how does the game different if Jalen Brown and Rob and Rob Wombs are in? It's probably a lot different. So it's it like, could be. It how could much be. criticism do they deserve? I mean, do they deserve some in some ways, but it's like, you always have to quantify it in another way, and it's like you have yeah, to do like, it. But it's like what we talked about a couple of nights ago—an opportunity for someone like Grant. Boom! There you go. Okay, call it call it a great one first. You know, a great first half. Gigantic you know, water. The way John wants to put it. Okay, maybe we can't technically call it the Grant Williams game, but maybe in a couple of weeks we will be able to call a game of the, the Grant, Grant stuff. Game. The Grant you stuff's know? exciting, just because. Yeah, I, know I think that's exciting. Not, I don't, I'm John's not, not no, John's not gonna like the word because it's, it's not, not a revelation, John. Yeah. It's not like, oh, here we go. And pick a different <laughs> word. Pick a different word. Then we we you speak English. Pick a different word. It's not exciting. Yeah, it's exciting it's because he gave you nothing last year, and he's given you quite a bit it, in the shooting department to start this year. Intriguing. It's not ex- <laughs> <laughs> intriguing is I was close. Was what I said. Was what I said in the first wrong? I mean, right now it looks like he could be end up carving out the best career out of all the young players. Are you roster. nuts? None of the other guys can play. Why do I we mean? But that's more about play? the other guys, right? <laughs> because he can hit the threes. It's oh so crucial for what they need right now. Here's my concern with him: they can't fit him in anywhere defensively. I mean, they were a mess they from can't. the opening minutes of this one. But you have to. We've talked about this all year long. There's no shooting on this roster at all. And Ime, this was essentially the theme of his postgame presser, just throwing his hands up again. Like, what are we going to do? It's great looks. We get the expected efficiency on these shots. It's wearing away on these guys because they're getting great looks and they're not falling. And we've said over and over again, they're now 27th in three-point shooting, uh, 32%. You need to squeeze some guys on the floor that can shoot. You and know, Grant I mean, you actually know he, bailed them on that regard. I know, but you know he went three for eight from three, right? Like, that's not lights out shooting. You know, he, he made three of his first four and everybody freaked out. Yes, it's, it's better his, than the team's average. 
it's up this year and it's better than the team's average and that's fine. But if he was shooting volume and he was playing more minutes, he'd come back down to what his normal world is, which is just like everybody else, about 36, 37%. So like you can't get too excited because, oh, he had a little hot streak and he's up to 40 right now. He is what he is. He's a guy who's going to shoot about 36% from back there who limit, who's very I mean, limited. I think he can get better though. This game. It's fine. But like I said, is it, you're not like, you get excited when you Grant's not that guy you're going to get excited about because I don't think there's like that next, next level where it's you're all like, relative, I guess. Right. Yeah. yeah here he's going to be like, that guy, you know? Right. So that's, yeah, that, that's the you had that. You have someone it's, like that in the front court to rely on though. You know? It's like, great. Yeah. It's great. If you have a guy in there as your eighth or ninth guy who can come and give you reliable minutes, knock down a couple of shots. But again, you're talking about having to insert him in the starting lineup when, 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 when yeah. Rob goes down, that's way too big a responsibility for someone of his caliber. You know, and that was the problem with Grant right. last year. It's not that Grant's bad, bad. It's that when Grant is playing 20 minutes a game, the things that he doesn't do well, uh, the, you see you people's see warts when they're in the light more. And that's it. That's a, that's all it comes down to is Grant's great 8, 12, 8, 10, 12 minutes off the bench, but he's not like a full-blown rotation guy. He's 20. Yeah. Yeah, Put it he's this 20. way. No one's game planning for Grant. But, I mean, neither of the other guys, Bobby. You're right. I mean, Romeo's clearly not. You're forcing these minutes in here because you have to with these guys. Yeah, the bar is low for excitement here. Bar is really low. You haven't seen anything that makes you think that these guys could be consistent NBA players right now. Sorry, Bobby. I got to mute you, Bobby. Comments comments (laughs) demand it. Also, now now John's a man of people. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Mute, Bobby. the bar is very low to get excited about one of these contributing guys on this roster because all they need is a little bit of shooting, and he's given them that. He's an outlet guy that when you throw it to him and he's wide open, he's always going to be wide open. They're never going to cover him. Actually, John Collins did once in this game. But you feel good about him shooting at this point. Since that over 25 start to his career, he's a good three-point shooter. The volume's not massive, but it's enough. You know, you look at it, and he's about 40% since... He can't. He's went on that cold streak to start his career, so it's a development of some sort. Like you, you, you need a guy who Tatum feels good about on the weak side hitting threes, and more often than be not, better, when you hit him in the corner, he's gonna hit yeah. it. Wouldn't it be better if you didn't need Grant though? That's what I mean. And it's like, and I'm not saying. Well, this we to can be, dream about a world <laughs> where they have twenty A and. Yeah, I'm not saying it to be funny. I'm just simply saying, like, that's where you are here. You need grant contributions to be able to like hang in there um, right and it's it's and that's what's tough you know that, well that's what's all we, all we, we said can this do in is the beginning analyze of what's in front of us beginning of the season we if said you want to fire up the tp not deep. talk we can yep they're let's not do it. they're not designed to win without tatum and brown on the court they have pulled a couple wins off recently with brown out but things like that can't last they're just not a deep enough team they don't have that third superstar like you know teams like the nets or whatever you know they can literally lose Kyrie irving and <clears throat> still compete you know so they're just not built that way we we know this that if they can't stay healthy then they're screwed and tonight's a they're perfect example then. of a game where you needed to be fully healthy to beat a, a hawks team that's going to be a playoff team going to be a hard out has nice young, up and young coming or young up and coming players and i think i think a lot of people thought the Hawks were better than the Celtics going into this season. So it's no surprise that without two of their starters, they lose by double digits. And, you know, I mean, it's... You're not disappointed in the way they played, though, Jimmy? 
I, I I'm almost like, and this happened last season. I'm, I'm almost, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, apathetic. I just, yeah, exactly. Literally, that's the word I was I was looking for. Like, I <laughs> I'm not disappointed because I'm not expecting anything. Wait, is different, it based? Really. Yeah. Is it based off of the injuries, or is it just the whole season in general? It's what? the way it started without the injuries. It's just the way it started, and now right, with, so, with with the injuries, I mean, what do you expect? This you is what I know. Find... The young guys aren't capable of being in and like blossoming with their role. I mean, success is all about preparation and opportunity. These guys yeah. have the opportunity. They're just not good enough to roll with so, it. I think that's a good point, Jimmy, in the sense that, like, okay, what happens? The offseason, you get a little taste in summer league, and you're like, okay, let's see what happens. You 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 make a couple of signings with guys that's who so disappointing. But I mean, a couple of signings of guys who've played at a high level other places. You know, with you acquire Horford in the trade, Schroeder Richardson, granted, they are kind of, you know guys people didn't really want but you're like let's see how these pieces fit maybe it's this maybe it's that maybe it's that maybe everybody elevates their game this year and so you have some hope and promise you come out and you're like it's pretty much more of the same and that's what's so deflating about it is like the kids still can't play or they can't be trusted to play and these veteran you know castaways were exactly that veteran castaways that people didn't necessarily want. They don't make you better. They don't separate you from other teams in the league. You are extremely thin. You've got Tatum and Brown and Rob maybe when he's around and then nothing else on the roster to get excited about. And that's yeah. just who, that's just who you are. The depth's not as good as I thought it was going to be. I am so it's deflating. Confused. It's a bummer. Yeah, but just saying that because there's no there's no Jalen or Rob though. Those are I know, two... but the rest of it is you see it. Like look at it this way: we've seen Anther. we've seen re- yeah, enough with Cantor. He's, he's played like six minutes. He can't. You, if you're gonna if you're gonna give us a grief the minutes about, explode so if, quickly. If you're gonna give us grief about shitting on Grant for playing twenty plus minutes a game and sucking all of last year, and you're gonna have you're gonna go after Cantor for his like eight minutes of action all season. Like he's not, he doesn't count among the list of problems. He was supposed no, to be. No, not at all. If anything, he could have been a solution. If they should have gone to him a little bit sooner. No, but it's incomplete. So far. Exactly. But yeah, th- that's what's frustrating. A is mystery you know was solved tonight. <laughs> it, 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 we've been, guys, we've been through seasons before covering this team, watching this team as fans, uh, where you knew they weren't going to go anywhere, but there were things to get excited about. You saw some kids play well, um, you know, whatever it was, you know, like we've seen it. We've seen like flashes where you're like, Oh, maybe there's something to be excited about this guy. There's nothing to be excited about with any of the younger players. There's nothing, you know, you've seen enough to know that like, you know, when they come in, or you're like, "Ooh, let's see what Romeo's gonna do." No, it's you don't just, have the upside. But you just don't you have do. the upside there. Yeah, you are starting to see glimpses of two of them becoming guys that can play, which is like basically where the bar was for Romeo and Grant at this point. What about year these three. guys? Uh, we'll get to them the on former that. Or the <laughs> in the in, We'll get to them at the hour twenty mark. Two very yeah, different yeah. Characters. <laughs> Where's our guy? Uh, is Yamadar still on the squad? What no, he's out. He's in Serbia. He's in another. They in can't. Another uh, they can't get him back somehow. Yeah, I'm not supposed on to be the savior. Yeah, that was uh, that was another early summer league hope. The summer league. I was say, all you that, want to comment on it though, Bobby? So go ahead. You know, all that coverage we did in the summer league just like crumbling the dust is disappointing. But, but we but knew the, that though. It that's happens how this, every that's summer how this, league. That's yeah. how it I mean, goes. 
That's but why you, you had yeah. you had two guys who are arguably the two best players, period, in summer league. So it might have been and overrated. They can't sniff the court. It might have been overrated, but it was still relative to everything else exciting. I just want to say this on what we were uh Well talking let's say about hi to Sherrod sure. first. Can you guys hear hi, Sherrod? What up, yeah. what, up, what up, bro? Can you can you hear me? Yeah, we yeah. got you. Can you hear? You, we okay. got you. Yes. I, I, I needed some acknowledgement. Thank sorry, you sorry, much. sorry. We hear I you. You're doing the whole Verizon thing. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me now? This way. The What's last going thing on, buddy? Talk about his Wi-Fi. Sherrod, you in the A, bro? <laughs> yes, I'm in the A. The uh, A, the T, the L. Fill us in, Sherrod. Let's get your perspective. You were there. Okay. Here's the here's the Atlanta. Um, it took me a minute to just em- to embrace the reality. The, yeah. the reality is Atlanta's a better team, point blank. Let, let, I mean, let, it, let's just stop the bullshit. They're a better team. Right. Yeah. yeah. They, and I, I didn't think the Celtics played a horrible game. I just thought Atlanta played better. I yeah. mean, if the Celtics played the way that I think they need to play in order to be successful, but Atlanta's just better at it. I mean, the Celtics, they tried to attack the rim. They tried to be aggressive. They tried to do all those things. And Atlanta tried to do the same things. And guess what? Atlanta was better at it. So um, I'm not all that upset at this loss because, I, again, I think this is just – they just lost to a better team. Now, if they play like if they play like this most of the rest of the season, they're going to be, be where they're supposed to be in that five through seven range. But Atlanta is a better team, no doubt about it. No. Yeah, it's like what I was saying earlier. We were talking about Jason Tatum where I'm like – well, maybe this team, I know it goes against what we've been saying all season long, the philosophy of spread the ball around, don't get stagnant, don't play hero ball. But I was like, in this situation, let's see them keep feeding Tatum because he's heating up, you know, and he had to work to get to that spot, right, so, to get to that confident level. And, and I'm and I'm thinking, when when do you say something like that? When you're playing, when you see the Celtics playing against a team, that's better than them. All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is INSA. We're welcome, welcoming back INSA. INSA. Of, yeah, exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Uh, yeah. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, the staff are authorities on the science uh, they go in there. They can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety, edibles, uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from They're from Western Mass. Salem. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located huh? in Salem, but there's a location in Salem. They're Spoke from Springfield. Bobby yeah, jumped the gun because the, the Salem location <laughs> is near his Stop house. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, there's a couple of uh, locations out there. One near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton, or as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the garden report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a t-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there too. That's not on us, but the t-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple t-shirts and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in- get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want, 
the t-shirt for a penny. Just mention the garden report. Go get yourself some once yeah, again. Ha- have a good time. Yeah. Have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. That's exactly what we thought. That's exactly what we thought. Here's the thing, Josue. Tatum began the game looking to get rid of the ball and get other guys involved, right? Right. And that's what he was looking to do offensively. Defensively, the Celtics were doing their best to get the ball out of Trey Young's hands. So Trey was essentially doing the same thing Tatum was. But here's the difference. Tatum is passing to Grant Williams. Trey is passing to Kevin Herter. Guess who won that battle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the second half, it was Cam Reddish. Yeah, the, the shooting, more, the shooting personnel right. on that team's ridiculous. Yeah. It's I mean, yeah. I mean, think about this. Cam, Cam Reddish is like maybe the fourth or fifth, maybe even sixth option on that team, where on a lot of teams, he's probably in your top three. I know. Especially yeah, self-defense. it's like I said, so. is that there's more options, as Sherrod said. We this is how we opened the show, Sherrod was basically saying, like, even full, even fully manned, you, you know, you don't know if the Celtics can compete with Atlanta. Atlanta's overall just a better team. Um, when they're shorthanded like this, what are you gonna do? You hate to just say, like, well, they tried, but this is one of those games. They just yeah. what are they gonna do in this case? There's better players on the other side of the ball. You're down Jalen Brown, you're down Robert Williams, you're gonna play some really ugly rotations where you're gonna be limited certain places. You're gonna play canter minutes when you don't necessarily want to do that. You're gonna start a guy like Grant Williams, who despite his hot shooting, shouldn't be thrust into that role. You're gonna play lineups. They're gonna have guys like Schroeder, Richardson, Smart on the court at the same time. And that destroys any opportunity you have of spacing the floor because you have no shooters out there. You know, you just don't have enough firepower really. You have to have you gotta have guys get hot who don't normally get hot. And you kind of did with Grant in the first half and that kind of keeps you in it. Grant doesn't go off in the first half. This might have been a 15, 18 point game at the half and a 25 point game Easily. after three. So again, it's it, it's so the margin of error is so freaking thin with these guys. Right. At best, when they have a full lineup, you remove one or two, and I mean it's you play a decent team. It's going to be really challenging to stay in the game. And yeah, at first, are, I'm just going to say. Just, it's Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say it's frustrating because you everybody saw this coming into the season. There was no mistaking how little shooting this team had coming in. Horford was going to be the guy you leaned on most as a four spacer, and he's an okay shooter relative to the rest of the league. I still get so frustrated at just the lack of attention, uh, just the front office paid to four spacing on this on this roster when you knew how important it was going to be to the Jays. Uh, you saw how it played out last year to not have reliable, reliable off ball shooters on the wings and to just be, you know, I'm, I'm sure you were in the post game presser, Sherrod, like with each passing game, Emei's just like throwing his hands up. Like he's not playing the, Oh, they're going to fall game at this point. Like well, they're, they're getting the looks and they don't have the shooters to hit them. Well, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, the, the overall talent behind their top tier players it's terrible dramatic drop off it's a dramatic right. drop off but the other thing too is that when you talk about spacing bobby you thought peyton pritchard might be able to help you in that he's not you thought neesmith might be able to help you in that he's not i don't know Those what's going two. on with pritchard it, it, and and that's and, and that's really the, the problem that it, to me it's the elephant in the room is that they have guys that they were counting on who are not getting it done and 
that has a domino trickle down effect. But, when you look over the cross at, at Atlanta, I mean, they don't have DeAndre Hunter, but that just means more minutes for a guy like Cam Reddish. And what does he do? He drops 19 in 25, 26 minutes. The uh-huh. Celtics don't have guys that they can just plug and play when someone goes down. Like if Jalen, when Jalen goes down, it's, it's by committee. There's no one guy that can give you anything remotely close to what he brings. And it's like that for the top three or four players. Look at Rob. I mean, look at Rob. Rob goes hate- down and yeah. – so, yeah, ahead, I hate to I hate to do this again this year because <laughs> I, I mean it feels like yeah. a broken record, but it's like, look, what are you gonna do when you're seeing stuff and it looks like this, which is fairly mediocre? As I said, the hardest thing to do is cover a 500 team because you can't really get anything going. You have no right. answers. You know, it's it, this is what it is. It's you know a good game, a bad game, a good game, a bad game. Um, but I'm gonna end up right back where I was last year, which is you might have to play the kids. And I don't get mad yet. The reason being is like you without rhythm, without minutes, without confidence, these guys have zero chance of helping you. Zero, zero. Uh, You know, Neesmith's not coming in and knocking down shots when he's playing six minutes a game. Not going to happen. He misses his first one. The night is over for him. Okay. It's a, it doesn't work. Um, Same thing with Romeo. You, which he did. You saw him hitting corner threes. It's not going anymore, you know, because, again, it's just really sporadic minutes and a very small opportunity to do anything. So we might be right back. Emi's rotation is, is tight. It's we, really It's tight. a really tight one. And it shouldn't when, be right now. And we know they're not great, but you also know the other guys aren't great. So we're back into survival mode. Brad was trying to survive last year, so he's playing the guys he feels he can trust. Ime's in that same boat. He started the season in a hole, two and five, two and six, whatever they were. You're playing a really short rotation. You're overplaying your guys. You got wear and tear injuries, you know, to both of your big men who are missing time because they're overplayed. Uh, you know, Tatum's playing 40 minutes a night. Jalen goes down with a knee injury. At this point, you almost just have like you don't have a choice. You can't play. Th- you're playing a short rotation, and the people you're playing in that rotation aren't that great anyway. So you almost have to, on a game when you're That's short- what I say coming into this year about Pritchard. You have yeah. to force it his a way. A game when you're shorthanded like this, I would almost just say, screw it. I'm going to pretend <clears throat> that Neesmith is Jalen Brown and play him Jalen minutes tonight and see what happens. You know? I, I, and yeah. it, it might be ugly as hell, but, like, what are you losing by doing that? You know, just well, you lose it. the game, <laughs> but, but you're yeah. losing it, but you're losing it anyway. What I mean is you're going into a game like this, realizing the likelihood if playing your tightest rotation possible and mixing and matching as best you can, you're still going to lose the game by 12 points um, or 11 points. That's best case scenario. So what's the alternative? It's not that bad. You've got to try to work these guys in to get contributions from them, because if you don't, you're dead. I mean, you're, you're especially there's no real excuse. I mean, we've been saying this for two years now. We've been saying this. I'm, so I'm right back to it because I, I agree with you guys. I'm of the I have realized I don't think their ceilings are super high. I don't think there's a magic. They're going to all of a sudden blossom into something we don't we, we just never saw coming. I don't think it. But I don't know what you're going to do at this point. What do you want to see? You know, what do you what do you want to see out there right now? Like I don't want to see a, I don't want to see a Richardson uh, Schroeder smart um, three uh, you know trio out there passing the ball around or dribbling it and driving you into the lane and missing layups or, or missing threes. I just don't want to see those guys. They're all professional basketball players, but it's 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 ugly offense. Here's here's the problem, yeah. John. You know who's gonna have to it's do pretty, it? It's starting to be demeaning now when you throw that line out there now, John. Which one? 
they're well at least now you put the professional part in there but the, the uh they're they're just basketball players okay they no. are i mean right i know you know <laughs> what i mean i don't it's they're fine but like they they can't shoot i don't know it's frustrating it's frustrating because they're doing things well in other areas. They're doing a lot of things well. And Sherrod said it. They, they, yeah. What are they going to do tonight? They played they have, the type of game that they needed to play to try to stay competitive. And this is the yeah. distinction I've been trying to draw between this year and last year. Because I do agree, John. It feels a lot like last year. And it's hard to argue with the record they have. They have a really good defense. I mean, number one, the last two weeks, when everyone's out there, they can be flat out dominant on that end. The things Schroeder has given you that we've talked about over the last four games, five games, are different from last year. So there's things on this team that, you know, you're not going to get excited about the young guys. You're right, John. But there are things to get excited about with this team. And to have that shooting issue just constantly pulling and tugging at you and knowing, probably in Ime's heart of heart, knowing that that's not going to get better it's frustrating because you do you really want to scrap the starting lineup and the rotations you have when it's leaning to you having the number one defense in the league? I get why a coach doesn't want to do that. It's going to come down to Brad. You know, is Brad going to have the heart when this team is, you know, teetering later in the season under 500 to just kind of dump Schroeder for a pick? I know Forsberg wrote about this last week. It's a decent thought. You know, if he's playing really well, if you can sell high on him and that opens up some minutes for some young guys, at that point, you might have to do that. Schroeder? Maybe. If I you think can, if you're at that if, point, you're punting the season, so to speak. You are going to do it. You are. You, you absolutely yeah. are punting the season. Oh, you have two choices. You have he's two cho- he's you literally have two the one player that that's... Okay, what are the two choices, Bob? Yeah. You either doing that? What's <laughs> B? Sherrod's a, Sherrod is going to give you a dad talk in a or, minute. Or we're going to we're gonna go the TP route again. And I'm tempted to do it. He's going to be wrong he's, last year. Sherrod's going Sherrod's gonna to sun you right now. Okay? Listen, <laughs> Bob, I'm not, I'm not going to do it because Bobby. <laughs> I like Bobby. But I, I will say this, Bobby. I will say this. At the end of the day, we are talking about a team full of grown-ass men. And if you're telling a grown ass man that we're gonna send you away because we need to make time for the kiddies to get out on the floor, even though, <laughs> even though we're, we're, that's we're not the only reason, but we're selling you on this notion that we okay, have this culture, this culture of being about winning and championships, but we're gonna punt on the season because that's exactly what you're doing if you trade literally the one guy who's actually playing above expectations. Right. You can't do that and in oh. good faith and look those guys in the face and just say, but we're we're about winning here. No, you can't. You we can't. said this last season too. We said you can't punt on the season because you're going to lose the Jays. Yosa said you can't the make the, the Fournier trade. So, like, you're just going to sit in the middle and go 500 again? Well, if you're talking about making a splash, you know, via trade, I think Jason, you know, uh, Josh Richardson is, is the piece that makes the most sense. Right? Yes. Yes. But at the same agree. time, you have to have him playing at a better level. Now, don't get me wrong. Pretty good production today. You know, he's been he's been pretty solid the last couple of games, but. I think you're you have not going to see a little bit more of that before you well, just sell him out there. What does Josh Richardson do for you if you're another team? What are you trading for? I guess and that's, it, gives you, yeah. it, makes you, it gives you some added depth, a guy that can play both positions in the backcourt, can shoot, not a great shooter, but his mid-range game isn't, it doesn't totally suck. And defensively, he's, he's a bit of a pest. Not a great defender, but definitely, a, a, I would say, an above-average defender. I think you're But you're not going to get a pick or anything yeah. like your you know, trade like, chips are yeah. your trade chips you're, are you're getting rid of him to create you're getting rid of him to create a, a space for for those young guys like bobby said you know 
That's yeah, your, yeah. your trade that's, chips are going to be Schroeder yeah. and and possibly Horford. That's the uh, even though, for, even though Horford's, and, and Horford's money is big, but he's playing at, at such a value right now. It's possible a team with a need that thinks it's close yeah. might eat it. Um, mm-hmm. Might eat it um yeah. if they really really need it schroeder's so easy to trade for and a team might absolutely want a guy sixth man bench scorer to come in there so you yes. can also bring back more money with the tp with him so if you end up seeing a guy out there who's a little bit more expensive and you don't have to match for schroeder you could go that route uh, and they just like i think he'll have the flat out most value out of all of these guys we're trading like, yeah. Horford for a tp aren't we i don't think horford's going anyway this year I hope not. they need him too much <clears throat> Well, with Rob's, there's also, yeah, there's also mean, another that, that guy. Makes even less sense. I mean, well, he's um, been their best player. He really let me is. Ask, right, is that uh, Rob right now. Sherrod, real, Sherrod, real quick. Uh, you were in on interviews. Who did you hear from? Um, no, I actually I wasn't in on the Celtics. I was actually in on the Hawks interviews. Okay, and and they had cameras. I'm, I'm, I'm watching Al Horford walk out of the building right now. Hey, Al, how you doing? Uh, he's got a family with him. Um, wow, Bring him on. Family. Bring him on. Wow. Yeah, yeah, tell him to come over. No, nah, he's uh, he's like literally walking out the door. Bring him um, on. We tell him he's got no, a bunch they, of fans, fans, bunch of fans. Listen, in here. The, the, Bobby will show him the jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. The thing about the Hawks was is that they, to me, the, the Hawks are the blueprint for what the Celtics should at some point buy into. I mean, they were young a couple years ago, all young, because they didn't have a choice. They did not have a choice. That's all they had to work with. And literally, their young players were their best players. And right. they got their asses kicked. Right. But they, but those guys eventually put it together. And now they're actually, you know, their timeline is a little bit ahead of, of schedule because they're legitimately thinking about, shit, we can get to the NBA Finals. We, we, we literally came just a couple of minutes from that last year. So they're thinking, you know, we're good right now we're really good and if you're the celtics at some point you need to make you need to you need to either go all in and go and get a just a mega superstar star studded squad or you need to score the earth pick one uh, pick yeah. one because that's what i hate i hate treading water yeah the worst place to be is in the middle yeah. this is the absolute worst place to be because yeah. you literally have no guidance or direction there's no upside there's nothing you're just yeah. and, and you're that just was the water it's what that everybody got mad at with the Patriots the last the, year too. The you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the same thing that happened with the Pats. You 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 got the fifteenth pick. You're stuck in the middle, and um, you didn't trade Gilmore. You didn't trade whatever. Like, just decide what are you, and then make it. You know, it's make short, a choice. Schroeder must be Cam. <laughs> yeah. No, it's tough. Real quick, got to come back though, guys. Jo- All right, Joe, let's, let's come back down. Let's come back down. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Take you know me. what? Like, this is how we come back down. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here we go. Nice. In the oh, this is so crucial nice. for today. We, we I can't believe calm. we went 43 minutes without doing this. We got to get calm. Um, oh, I assumed you guys we already get, get calm. Calm.com. Calm.com. We got to tell you about our sponsor, uh, the number one sleep and meditation app. Well, for LeBron, he's bringing his calm to the garden oh, on true. Friday. So what, Maybe we someone get suggested LeBron- this like 25 minutes ago. Like, can we get the calm app? Can we yeah. get the Comrie? Can we get the LeBron on the show, knowing that you know we're sponsored by his, you know, we're, company we're, there? We're gonna try. I've I've reached out directly. We've reached out. Um, yeah. yeah, Bobby, direct. maybe you can. If Bobby's going in the game, maybe he do. can. Uh, 
get a get a question into LeBron about the comment. When it comes to athletes, guys, we focus on physical fitness, but there's another side of the game that's just important, and that is mental fitness. And Calm is oh, the yeah. number one app for sleep and meditation. It has teamed up with up. the king, LeBron James, to help you train your mind and become the champion. Ver this is in the copy. Become the champion version of yourself. What does that sound like? The best wow, version that, of yourself. Did, did, did Brad get that one in there? Brad wrote. Is Brad this. also an owner of this company. <laughs> no, LeBron. LeBron heard him say it. He was like, "I like that, Brad. I like the, that. Oh, let, I want to. Yes, I'm going to take that. Best version. Best, that best so, version. Yeah. Self done. That's what he, he wrote, says in the huddle. You know? He wrote. He wrote champion. LeBron had to tweak it just a little, and he wrote the champion version of himself. Um, but again, yeah, he had to LeBron it up exactly. Keep going, Jimmy. John. From Keep the going. sound of from the sound of rain falling on leaves to bedtime sleep stories. That's startling. This Every sounds time. like friggin' Hendrix right now. <laughs> that, yeah, was moon, that. that was called Moon. That was called Moon and Scorpio. That was called. Oh, here's Moon and Libra. Scorpio. All my Libras out there, fellow Libras, I, sh I might add. Scorpio's better, though. Scorpio's better. Here we go. Scorpio Moon and Libra. Up. That's called don't put speaker to the mic like that. I can't see how loud it is. Jimmy's, Jimmy's the guy who calls in to talk radio and leaves With his freaking radio on. This is, this is radio <laughs> on. Oh, yeah. Oh, the radio he, leaves his, he leaves his Moon and Libra on. He leaves ah. his radio on. So if you calm.com slash garden. Call, this is the read, guys. Calm.com slash garden. For a limited time, you get 40% off a premium Great subscription. Deal. Great deal. Unlock Oof. content to That's help you steal. focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Calm.com slash garden. 40% off limited time only. Uh, Josue, you were going to walk in. You were going to jump in and talk a little bit about Jalen Brown, I believe. So go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, we're we're let's pull it back for a second. You know, we're all talking as if this is the final product, as if this team is at full strength. And obviously, without Robert Williams, is the difference. But we're talking about Jalen Brown, the guy who's supposed to lead next to Jason Tatum. Let's wait till he comes back. And this isn't the kind of injury, or at least from what we're hearing about it, this isn't the kind of injury that's gonna have him sidelined for the next month or so. So hopefully, you know, I would be surprised if he if he plays against the Lakers on Friday. But hopefully he's back after that Lakers game or some point after that, and 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 these guys can figure it out. You know, Tatum can, Tatum and Brown can can come back together and and figure out where this team goes from here because they both have uh, one heck of a perspective, you know, of, of <laughs> respectively, right? For both of those guys, Tatum knows what it's like without him, and Brown knows how you know itching to get back into the fold, so they can both share what they've seen from their point of view. Ben Simmons, what the pro? What the pro oh, stop. I don't know. I'm just trying to just say, just trying to mix it up a little. Buzzwords, yeah, nice. This episode. <laughs> just no, buzzword. No, no, more like trigger. That's a trigger word. That's a trigger Kyrie. word. Kyrie. Kyrie Irving. Another trigger word. Come on, keep it coming, damn. You guys, you, you guys want me to just turn this damn camera? That's why. <laughs> that's why Jimmy's got to have the the calm app now. Saying names like that. Is somebody in a bird sanctuary right now? He's still playing birds. It's you, Jimmy. <laughs> no, just wait. It's, it's like, are they going to notice me? Change the tone of the show for sure. <laughs> like a five-year-old just waiting for somebody to just tell me to stop. <laughs> I'm like, what's up, Sherrod? What were you gonna say? <laughs> well, no, to I was gonna, you're, you, uh, uh, when you were talking about Jalen and the hamstring, the, the concern isn't so much that it'll keep him out an extended period of time. The concern is that it will flare up at any given moment, and whenever that moment is, it will be absolutely horrible timing. Uh, hamstrings are tricky. I mean, they are 
the one injury that athletes fear the most because not because it's, it's so debilitating, but it's just so damn unpredictable. Like you could be feeling great and just like that, that hamstring becomes an issue again. So I, I worry right. about that. And I like the fact that they're not rushing him back and he's not trying to rush back because again, that that's a tricky ass injury. Man. Uh, I, I just remember. Yeah. It's the worst. No, no, it's, yeah. you're right. It's a, you, it, you, you come back a little bit too soon and it costs you another three weeks. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's troubling that it's a reoccurring thing already. Well, right. And the, and also troubling is the fact that you don't know the correlation between that and some of the other bumps and bruises that he's dealing with. When he's working right. out. Yep. Yeah. They can all be related intertwined. Uh, the games played for him aren't looking good for over the last couple of years for sure. I've talked a lot about the concern that he is going to become an injury prone guy just through the manner in which he plays. But I'm looking at Rob. I mean, you look at Rob's numbers right now, statistically, he's like a bedrock for this team in terms you of You legit their have you have more agendas than I do, Bobby. It's unbelievable. Well, I, I'm just saying like Rob every show, Rob Pritchard Cantor. Go. It all comes back. Yeah. When they play the Raptors. I mean, it's noticeable to me how much they fall off offensively when he's off the floor. And, you know, Horford's your defensive rock, Rob's your offensive rock, and together they formed a pretty good duo. Uh, They are awesome offensively when he's on the floor, maybe because it gives them that ounce of spacing. It's not the shooting, but it's the spacing on his rolls that can take pressure off guys a little bit, allow them to shoot some jump shots and the like. I, I noticed him being gone quite a bit in this one maybe Dude, even more he's than a total stabilizer when Horford, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yes i mean he's you think about probably... the difference between his minutes and canters i mean come on it's not even close his drop off the drop off when he's not on the court you're right because right now he's doing so many things for you um it's so many things for you on both ends of the floor like and and the and again, as Sherrod said, the drop off between him and then what's coming in next. We talk about the drop off from the Jays to the young wings or to even Richardson or whomever. The drop off from Al to whatever is replacing Al is un is unreal. What a grant, Ooh. yeah. As far as the starters go, and yeah, yeah, you know the the talk out of the team over the last couple of days is it's not anything to be worried about. We'll see where that goes. Uh, maybe just another one game off thing like the last tendinopathy was, but they need him so badly. It's just like last year. Another thing that's the same as last year. When he's out there, they look like a real competitive team that can beat anyone on any given night. And when he's not, you're looking at Wancho and Cantor and Grant and these types. Uh, you know, Horford, having him in there is a huge feather in the cap to the death, but you saw down the stretch, like he wasn't able to finish on the pick and roll, you know, with Schroeder there and his post-ups aren't working for them. And, there's just really a lack of offense with Horford right now, even though I've loved what he's given them. One of the best defenders in the league to start this year. Uh, they're in a lead offense when Rob's on the floor. I think it's a 110 offensive rating. And, uh, well, the you know, problem is with Al is nice. that he, they're asking to play too many damn minutes. Yeah. Al should be in that that mid, that mid low to mid-20s, yet he's playing high 20s, low 30s almost every night. Tonight he was in, I think, out there 33 minutes. And that's uh, why I, I wrote on um, Tuesday – they should keep starting Schroeder and send Horford to the bench, you know, limit the load. You know, you don't have to kill minutes with Schroeder. You don't have to take minutes off his workload out there. If sending Horford to the bench makes him play 10 less minutes a game and he's not pushing 35 every night and you're not destroying him by midseason, I think that's a good trade-off. Or, or hear me out, let's go back to what we talked about at the beginning of the year. 
roll the dice with someone like Anismith or Romeo in that starting lineup and have mm-hmm. Schro- and have Schroeder and Horford on the bench running a legit second unit where you've got uh and again you can't play this against all lineups but you run your look this whole dream of the three wings and the versatile and the switching and this and that why wouldn't you try in this particular case why wouldn't you try maybe a Romeo with the Jays there you don't or need a, you don't yeah or Richardson you don't need the offense you need us you need a you need a wing <clears throat> Who can defend a couple of different positions, switchable, grab some boards, finish in transition if needed. I would, I wouldn't be against trying someone like Romeo in there, and then bringing in Neesmith as a shooter spacer with a Schroeder and Horford sort of lineup, and give the guy a fighting chance, and and try to develop these guys alongside people that may actually complement some of the things that they do well, instead of just throwing out a lineup of Jabari, uh, Grant. Uh, Pritchard, Romeo, and Neesmith and say, go ahead, guys, figure it out. You know, it, it's it's impossible. So why don't you balance the lineups a little bit? Like, hey, I try something Brad. different. All right, that was an email. And that's, no, that's, he did it two games ago. It's the one that the 19 yeah. point game they lost two nights yeah. ago. Yeah. They, the they exact lineup, that exact lineup there. finished the first and then we missed that the one. third. And that's the one where it went off the rails. And Sherrod and I sat here and took all the freaking <laughs> bullets. Like, Schroeder was in there, no? <laughs> Yeah, Schroeder was in there. <laughs> no, n- not in that lineup. Oh, they played on Monday, there. yeah. Yeah. There was a similar one on Monday. Yeah, I, so yeah, I, I, see, the one, the one you're thinking about, about it, I, thought, I thought that was the one with Schroeder. When you right front there. load the starting lineup with every player who does everything you want, and that includes Al and Rob and, the, and, and, and whichever point right. guard and the two Js, there's nothing left behind it, you know? So that's why I would rather try to create a little bit of balance. Bring in a guy who fits a role and think of it as – the whole, not five pe- not not five individuals there, and uh, tr- uh, something like that I think would is worth a shot because the other stuff is tough. You get into that bench and the drop is so friggin' huge. Even when you leave a J out there with those guys, it's all on them, you know, and there's really nothing else that they can do. That way you could play a second unit that has one of the J's in there with Horford and Schroeder and a shooter or something like that. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, that's a competitive lineup. I I don't know. I, I might try some things like that instead. If you're, if you're, if we're just trying to, fit it together in a way that we haven't seen right. them try yet. So that's that's my that's my recommendation. That's my TED talk. It's tricky because <laughs> as we said Thank all, you for coming. <laughs> Thanks. I gotta go. As as we said all show. Other teams do this. Other teams have, you know, and somebody just put it in here. Uh, other teams do this. Uh, you know, it's not they, they they put in a person who's yeah. No, it makes player. sense. We understand what you're saying. You yeah. don't you Why you want to have some balance. You want to have yeah. some re- re- reliable guys coming off the bench so that you don't have a massive off in the end of the first quarter or the end of the what whenever. So it makes perfect sense. But right now they don't have the depth. Yeah, so they can't. They can't do that at all. But they can't now, right? Full roster. Yeah, you could have. You could knowing what you know now about. You know, going into the season, I think there were some question marks, but now you can have a better idea of what guys are capable of. Now maybe you can change some things around once they do get Jalen Brown back. And I don't know what Rob's deal is if he's just going to be in and out of the lineup all year. That makes it difficult too to have any consistency. Um, but once they get Jalen back, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, a little bit of a different starting lineup and have a couple guys coming off the bench that can really contribute. And again, what I always say, it matters more who's in the game at the end of the game than you know your starting lineup, but yeah. you do want to have some sort of flow to things too. So 
I get that. Honestly, though, I feel like Emei's going to save those games for when you're not going to see Al out there. And that, that's probably going to happen soon. And so imagine, Rob's not going to be – if I had to guess, I don't think Rob's going to come back the next couple of games or so. If Al is resting or at least his minutes are, are reduced, then it's going to be interesting to see how he does in the front court because someone like Hernan Gomez – That's a great like point, Parker, Josue. Like yeah. those two options or one of those guys, there's a spot there, right? I mean, if Rob is out – if Al is on a rest at night, you then know, you're gonna lose these guys. And, <laughs> no, and I agree. You. <laughs> you can look, do whatever the hell you want. It's just an L. No, look, but that doesn't sound great. But one of these guys, or, or, or I should say, both of these guys should have plenty, plenty to prove, right? I mean, they're not—they're not necessarily rookies. They're not one of those players that are like borderline G League guys, but they've been in the league long enough well, that they could be—they could be somewhat productive or at least find their spots. They lost Hernan Gomez since that early experiment where they put him in the starting lineup there. I know he played a little bit in the Saturday game, but can't be worse than can't there. That's a spot where you can start to experiment a little bit on the back end of the Here front. Here he goes again. Because, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Joe Sway's right. Like, there's no – How did Cantor okay. hurt you? Show me where – How did right. Cantor well, hurt they, you tonight? Yeah, what did he do to you? What, what, did, what did Cantor do to you? Okay, show me where. Show me – what it was, <laughs> seriously? I can do the Cantor, highlight tape, but it's not going to get a lot of views. <laughs> what did Cantor do tonight? That That's was all so I watch. Atrocious. He had oh, four offensive had... rebounds. Four yes. offensive rebounds. But he, he kept and some balls best, alive. And he kept even more balls alive than that. He was and he, he just missed his putbacks, but he didn't kill you on defense. But he either. does that all the time. He did kill you on defense. They sent Cam Reddish right downhill on him at switches, and he shot over Cantor every time. You know, he, you, you, you really would have shot over Grant also. That's the point. Is like this is it's a good player against a not as good player in a situation that he's you know he's not in a position to do anything about it. He's not a good pick and roll defender. You think if Grant's out there, you be. think if grants out there that's going to be different like i mean what are we talking about here but you're you know? looking for a guy who can help you not just tread water in the second unit grant was a minus 13 for all of the points he dropped here bobby he's so again, starting that's that the was difference. A heroic first half john and you know it all right can't they they've been down this road before grant, come you on, know what you're grant. gonna get and you always know how it's gonna end i we agree with joe Clay. that's that's the door where you can actually try some different things. We know he's bad on things. defense. We know he's bad on defense. We know exactly who he, he is. He goes in there. He bodies. He bodies. He gets boards. He keeps balls alive. He helps you on the offensive end. He scores buckets usually. The only thing that was bad about him tonight is he missed his couple of putback attempts. Otherwise, he took he, the fade away. Otherwise, he gives you exactly what Ennis is going to give you. And again, we're talking about eight minutes here or whatever. They were eight, eight tough minutes. Oh. I'm just saying. John, you talk about other teams mixing math, guys. No team. We can keep. We can keep dreaming of a world where they find minutes for all fifteen guys because there's a little bit of something that each guy on the team gives you that they need, and you'd love to combine a Josh Richardson and a Peyton Pritchard in the one player. But no other team in the league does that. So there's going to be guys who are stuck behind certain players on this team because they're worse. In the front court. You might actually be able to find some minutes for Juancho Hernan Gomez on a night like this. Joe Sway's right. Like, that's where you can actually experiment. What in the world is Pritchard doing right now that would make Ime play him over Josh Richardson? Like, we can talk about what might happen, but it hasn't happened yet. So that's where you're actually going to be able to experiment. Which is why he didn't see the floor until the That's the point, Bobby. you, you, You made the point that there are guys who aren't going to play because the guys ahead of them are better. And it's not so much that those guys are better; it's that the guys are worse. So right. that's why 
you don't want to play the kiddies because the right. kiddies can't even be average. They're not even playing well, average basketball. If they were again, playing average, then you can justify giving I, more minutes. And I'm pretty certain, but we had this issue last year where Jalen and Jason were just kind of looking around like, really? I'm, I'm on the court with these guys right now, and you expect us to do everything? And what did Marcus Smart say? That everyone knows the ball is going to go to Tatum and Brown. Well, that's going to be times 100 when you put them out there with Neesmith, Romeo, and Pritchard. And so, Wancho. I mean, yeah, and well, it's a good time to play with Hernan Gomez. Yeah, hey, put him in right Look now. Look at how sad we are. The commenters and, like, Bobby are saying, like, maybe You're going we should, down to Bruno. Maybe we should try Wancho. Like, if we're in the if we're at that point in the season already. Game, what, 15, and we're already talking about. You're looking at a Wancho to Experiment. Save. No, the Wancho make, experiment. Not, if you make three threes, in this turkey just, stuff. we're having a different conversation, right? One one big performance, all, it's all it takes. All those, all those posts with Brad making the funny face over the offseason for this. <laughs> so you know what it also comes down to? And again, so we might be right. The kids might not be able to play. We never, You'll never have any idea because they've never played extended minutes or stretches of time where you could really see them. And that's the frustrating part about it is it's always so limited. Even last year with the yo-yo you know, stuff with Neesmith where he'd play and then be DNPCD for 10, 11 games. So – Jabari's a good one. I like Jabari. I keep keep coming back to it. I do wonder if the only thing is, is it possible, like, you know, you're a stubborn basketball coach. You've done this your whole life, and I know what a basketball player is, and I know what this team needs. And you just play the guys who, whatever for whatever reason, you have trust in, and you just can't let yourself go a little bit and just – accept a little bit of crazy, a little bit of sloppy, a little bit of this, a little bit of that on the hope that you're going to get a payout. That's what we said with the kids last year. But at this point, is it is it stubborn or is he may just looking at practice and being like, these guys just can't freaking play like that's we what we don't in the know. Games. You, know, you know, these guys just don't again, play what that good when they get in. Well, what are they going to do in such limited, limited minutes? You know, <laughs> how did they end up with so many basketball players that aren't good at basketball? Yeah. How did that happen? Who's job? There was, there was wow. a job. Was it to? Let me tell you yeah. about a yeah. GM. Damn, Jimmy. That, that's kind of that's. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about a guy who comes down. Wrong, but... Comes down to that. There's seven and nine. They're not seven and nineteen at least. Jeez. No, and that's the thing here. So there's a big difference between what there's Brad time. was doing. There's a big difference between what Brad was doing last year and what <laughs> he made. Eleven game losing streak. What Ime is doing is kind of working, and there are a few shots away from being in these. He games. is, he is, he's. Kept Brad, his, Brad yeah. was staying with stuff that wasn't working statistically, and he was just like, "Well, I like how it looks." So that's the difference we're seeing right now. Yeah, well, I do actually think that Ime. Yeah. What's funny is people are killing Ime for rotations and this and that. For me, I'm just simply saying, try it. You never know, but it very well may, may be. This is the best that they can do, and this is the best that they can be right now. Mm-hmm. Down a couple of players and just trying to do find their defensive identity, play hard, and and hold the line for a little bit and see if it'll start to work itself out. Tatum gets out of his shooting slump. You get healthy again, and then you just go onto one of those runs where you start to rack up some wins. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing, so again – that's why it's hard to like overreact. It is seven and eight schedule has been tough. You yeah. have the double overtime games. The schedule has been tough. It could easily be, you know, injuries. Next nine, week they got next week. It could they be nine and six rockets. and you wouldn't be that frustrated, you know, like very, very, very easily right now or better or 10 and five. So they I, haven't I'm, really lost a game. It's I not a freak out. One. 
it just yeah. looks it just looks ugly uh it just looks ugly and and again well, we're, I, we we see the road that we're heading down i think that's the problem you see it that's why like that's the only reason i i keep going back to the kids it, you want to know for sure it doesn't work before you abandon it completely we're going to get three and a half years into it without ever having really given them a shot to do anything other than little spot duty here and there. And yes, you earn your minutes and some people would do more with their minutes than they do, but it's obvious like a guy like Neesmith has to be out there playing significant time to have any chance of making a contribution. Otherwise he's freaking useless. You know, he's useless in, in, in three and four and five minute stints. Here's a question we're talking about, and he might just be useless period. And that just might be it. No, 11 minutes just those, those two threes they weren't even close no uh jimmy what's up no, they're horrible just thinking about you know i was just talking about why do we, why are there so many basketball players that aren't good at basketball and then i was thinking about danny and then i was thinking about okay well now it's brad are we confident that brad knows what he's doing in this role no i think he could do i think he did all that no. he could this was a yeah. band-aid season but I mean, this, I mean, in season, if in season moves need to be made, are we confident that Brad is? I mean, this is a, a first year, no, first year GM. We should. I mean, well, he's got we a should. first year coach, first year GM, before. bunch of players he's that. He's never done it before. Right. So he's got exactly. to prove, prove himself. He has right. to prove himself. Um, yeah. No one should feel confident because he hasn't done it before. There's no, there's, there's yeah. literally no blueprint or track record that can make you feel he's up to right. it or he's not up to it. So. Yeah, right. have to wait and see. That's the well, risk you, that we're all. If you, that's why it was such it a crazy off, move. That's why well, it was if you so crazy. what he did during the off season, you're like, all right, let's see what let's see what he what's next. You know, hey, I, the I think Horford, he did it. The Horford thing's a big feather in his cap for sure, and yeah. Horford's yeah. worked out. Richardson's like I don't fine, but I still don't really. Schroeder, you know, kind of fell in the lap, but it was a good move. I don't. I don't think Brad did a horrible job. Anymore. He did not have anything to work with this offseason. Yeah. Right. No. Right. That's exactly why I'm talking about more. I'm talking about more in season, like moving forward here. Yeah. I'm just talking about the future. It's gonna come to that, Jimmy. I think it's gonna have to. Like, I just can't see this being the roster at the end of the year. And if it is, you got to do something about that second unit. It is just. just it is. I mean, that's embarrassing. You got 11 points from one guy. The rest of the guys scored the same as us five sitting here on our asses. <laughs> that's not good. Yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not jumping or anything, but I do know that if if I play like 10 guys and you know half of them don't score at all, that's By not the good. way. Typically seen, not good. Yeah. I've seen some Mo Brown. That's the way. Uh, I've seen that's the way James Naismith. I saw. When he John, I've John seen some like Mo Brown apology. in the. Some Mo Brown in the comments. Somebody, anybody out there clamoring for Moses Brown right now? And and tr you trust me, I was I was very it's, against trading. You Mo thought Brown. it was egregious. <laughs> well, I thought it was pointless because you it was a he, cheap backup big, and you have none right now. So he was your Rob insurance. Okay, he was your he was your Ennis Cantor. He's your Ennis Bobby. He's your Ennis Cantor repellent. Okay, you got yeah, right. him. Right. Yeah, exactly. And he went out. Josh Richardson. Ennis is not on this team if Moses Brown was still on this team. Yeah, and Richardson is Moses Malone. That's Moses fine, Brown honestly. Damn, he's not Moses Malone. Well, honestly, why I, the hell would, even so, Richardson's had value. I'd still rather play the kids right now because Richardson is what oh, he is. Man. I want to see it once and for all, and then I want to end this kid experiment if they're not good enough. But go Google Mo Brown's stats this year. Anybody who's clamoring for him here, no, I already did it. <laughs> is he even pretty. playing? Not much. 
No, he's not. I've been keeping tabs on the kids, so I know. All right. Yeah. Three minutes hey, a, three minutes a night. Does it you rather have him or Taco? Ooh, taco. Taco. There you go. My guy Taco. Just so because I know Taco's going to be engaging and entertaining. Those taco minutes make me happy. Taco makes me happy. John said it. John said it. If if you don't know, if you don't make any moves with the roster, you you know where it's going. So it's they're going to have to go one way or the other. If you're way below 500, I think there's a case for trading off some of these pieces to do some more forward-thinking stuff here. If you're close and you think there's a chance to make a run, you got to improve this roster. You got to give them a chance. That's why, like to me, you're not really punting getting rid of getting rid of Richardson and Schroeder. I mean, yes, Schroeder's a valuable piece, but no, you're, Schroeder, just saying, yeah. you're, you're just saying we're going to play. But Schroeder's gone at the end of the year, probably. We're going to play younger people and, okay just, and be fine with it. Um, and that's what you're saying there. Um, and yes, you are kind of giving up on the season a little bit, but I, you know, you know, how many are people are Celtics fans aren't totally delusional. Does anybody think this well, team has, does anybody think this team has, cha- has championship aspirations? No. Like who's going to flip out if, if this 500 team that's battling it out for the seventh, eighth spot right now, trades Schroeder and gives up on the season. Yeah. It'll be disappointing to the players in the locker room, but the, you know, well, what if you get a first? What if you get un- because you're back? You're back at where you where you were, right? A How you accept- team, and you you don't get a chance to see what Tatum and Brown look like throughout, right? I was injured, so if yeah. we can look again, how can you expect the, the, right? How can you expect them to give it an all-out effort if you're basically signaling that you know you're you're taking a step back? Like, how do you expect Jimmy? You'll have to, you'll, to J- Jimmy, you already you already have been fourteen and twenty at that point, or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, the players know. And here's the thing. And again, this is where Bobby and I differ. We're not saying do it tremendously. Today. Yeah, we're saying hypothetically, right? I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. Okay, all right. Not today, but to me, this is where you things stay the same. Where I love the reason I, if you can find anybody, if you can get that PJ Tucker deal, if you can get a first round pick for something bring it that's the whole point like you need to take more swings right now and see if one of them hit you got to see if you can hit your maxi or your desmond bain or your what or your you know uh you know i'm back on the john remember last year i said throw the picks out the window that was a big trade for the celtics no i have i have the picks around my arms like this this year they're not going anywhere give me all of them right now because you need more you take a bunch of swings and one of them hits and three do- for every Neesmith Romeo or whatever, you get a maxi. Like that's, that's what, that's why you keep taking stabs at it. And you have a different GM now. He might yeah. be better. Oh, at wait, it. you're talking about, never mind. You're talking about going the, the draft route. I'm thinking you're talking about bringing in a guy, you know, toward the end of the season that's going to help you with a playoff push. Never mind. No, I'm that's just a saying possibility, but you have to, you have to show your team that can make you that get run. late in the year and you're, you're floundering there. I have no problem selling some parts if people are, are willing to buy them. I mean, you get to February and you're a 500 team. And Fine. if you're, and if you're good, cause this defense gives them a chance to stay good throughout the course of the year, if they're healthy, if you think that shifting out some main pieces on this team can make you a significantly better group. I think you start to look at Marcus Smart at that point. You start to look at some other like main rotation guys that if you can find some sort of deal there to swap in some. The Celtics will have to give up. The Celtics will have to give up first to get rid of Marcus Smart. They're not gonna. They're not trade Marcus just like that. They're not gonna have to do that. I don't think they have to give up first. I think they might be able to get away with like some conditional seconds. 
Um, they're not going to have to get rid of him. He's still. It's not get rid of. It's trading him for something else. At yeah, that point, but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sweeten it a little bit. You're gonna have to sweeten it with like second round picks or something like that. Like, I don't think it's just gonna be player for player. Yeah, the path. For player. Yeah, the path to improving isn't gonna be the young guys trading the young guys or trading bone and pieces on this roster. You're actually gonna have to trade like a real salary, a real player that can help another team and swap it out for something else that you need. Maybe a team needs Smart's defense, John, and they give you a shooter or something to that effect. I'm not saying you're gonna trade Smart for Beal at the deadline. I'm saying you're going to swap in something else you need. And again, you can keep saying Smart doesn't have any value, but he's I think he does. one of the better defenders in the league right now. I think he does. To this team, it looks a little less impactful. because Well, I think because this team, is, this team has changed. This, this yeah. team has evolved in a way that what he does well doesn't necessarily neatly fit. I mean, think about it. Your best player is Jason Tatum. What does he do best? ISO score. Your next best player, that's Jalen Brown. What does he do? ISO score. ISO score. You start looking at the, you, you start looking at they the way they're built. They think that's what they do best. The numbers say otherwise, but yeah, yes, yeah, but that well, that's the thing. I mean, that's in Marcus and Schroeder as well. The dream, yeah, the dream right here is Philly ends up in such a desperate situation that all of a sudden you can make a deal where you're trading pieces for Simmons. That's the dream mid season, it ain't Um, gonna be their pieces. No, we'll see how they can make it work. So, play the pieces. Yeah, right. They're not going to get... Play the pieces, then, if you want to trade them. Mark they're not going to get... The they're not gonna get Simmons. You're not going to get Russell Simmons for these pieces it's unless called, you start playing them. Never mind, Benson. It's called fattening them for slaughter. Play the pieces, Or man. Richard Simmons for these pieces. You're not going to yeah. get Richard Simmons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richard Simmons. I like that. You know what, John? They might be scared to play him because they might lose complete Absolutely. value. Hey, guys, come watch Neesmith. Who wants to come watch Neesmith foul six times in, 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 right. in 12 right. minutes? And trip over <laughs> everything. Right. The one play he had where he got lost on the screen and then came back and fouled somebody on the end one. I was like, it's the first second I noticed he was on the court. I was like, who committed that foul? I was like, oh, it's Neesmith. <laughs> <laughs> who committed that damn foul? Yeah. <laughs> He's just, oh, oh, what do I do? I got to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, he's on the ground in the deck. Everything is a blur. You turn away and you hear a thud and body parts hitting the floor and you're like, oh, Aaron's in. Flash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're seeing this conference. Uh... <laughs> What's the scary thing about this conference right now is the Celtics are where they are and you have Atlanta below them. You have Philly, who's lost. Atlanta's going to rise. You have Milwaukee uh, down there. There's teams who are treading water around where the Celtics are who are going to pass them. Chicago's amazing. There's teams at the top right now that I think are the real deal. Like, I like Washington. Sherrod, like, you think they're for real? Thank you. I think they're more real than you're giving credit for. Thank LeBron for that. yeah, because I mean, he, he, I mean, Kuzma's got something up his, you know what, and he's just playing yeah. out of his mind. And Bill is doing what he does. Dinwiddie was a great team. addition, um, and they're fun to watch. I mean, you watch them play. They're they're they play the way you need to play. They play hard. If they get down, they're not sulking about. It. They're figuring, out, okay, we just got to get back into the game, find a way to win this damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're and they're tough. And the thing about it, they have guys that have a clear skill set. 
that for whatever reason teams don't exploit their weaknesses like like uh you know Montrez I mean he can't defend to save his life and yet you don't see teams like the Celtics go at him the way they should I, I, my gut tells me that as we get deeper into the season, they're going to get exposed. But shit, I mean, keep doing what you're doing because no one is stopping them. They have a lot of really good players. Yeah. This might be the worst. This might be the comment that sums it all up. Yeah, it's apathy, oh. like I said. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That's like what I happens said, when that, that was, that was like the feeling of last in the year, middle. too. Sharad, you should have seen. Yeah. You should have seen us start the show, Sherrod. It was me, Jimmy, and Josue were just looking at each other, and we're like, who wants to freaking talk, you know? Friday should be more exciting. None of us had anything to say, really. Uh, yeah. I was just, I think, like, poking the screen, seeing if it would move. If everybody, if everybody's available for Friday on both sides, that's going to be a fun one. I don't yeah, think Celtics, so. Lakers, dude. The rivalry's back. It'll be I think it'll be, be fun. I'm not going to – I don't think it'll be fun. We'll see. We need a little hate. A little early for Lakers to the Garden, yes, huh? If, if LeBron I mean, plays, I, I, it'll be fun. If he doesn't play – That's what I'm saying. If everybody plays on both sides. You remember that last game when there were fans in the stands, they beat them by like 38 here, right? That you was got the, the Russell Westbrook experience That was Jalen's uh, game blouses dunk on LeBron, right? Sure you know was. it's probably going to be oh. a good game for Tatum. And then you got the two bigs to compete with. Yeah, theirs. Tatum's gonna, be a good game. Tatum's showing up in full Ta- Kobe yeah. gear. Tatum playing against his favorite team. I hope I hope he remembers to take off the Lakers uniform before the game begins, though. <laughs> oh, we gotta do this again. He takes off the shooting <laughs> shirt and the, and the Lakers jerseys. Oh, jeez! Oh crap! Yeah. I guess I'll just this play for the these guys. Shoot. I guess I'm already wearing gold. Yeah, I you guess guys I'll don't care if I just <laughs> chill over here for the game. <laughs> Wait till we have the LeBron. Tatum hug after the game with the whisper mm-hmm. in the ear. They're gonna, they're gonna be hugging. Absolutely, Bobby. You're right. Absolutely. They're gonna be hugging during the game. <laughs> Jersey swap. Absolutely. Yeah. Jersey, Jersey, swap Jersey swap. And then he's gonna stay. Yeah, he's gonna keep it on. Um, Rondo and Avery Bradley. There's a lot of stuff to watch on Friday. I just hope the Celtics fans show up and they're loud because Rondo's back. You need to, you I need just to be loud. That, I just hope that the Lakers. team plays well enough to give fans something to shout about. Right. That's what right. I hope. You know what's well, crazy? I, I hope they're loud. I didn't say if they'd be cheering or booing, but I just hope that they're loud. I've missed I've missed two games, so I'm not 100% certain, <laughs> but I think the loudest this Garden's been this year has been in the preseason when they were making those big runs. I remember how loud it was in the preseason there? That might be the, the loudest the Celtics fans The most have excited I've year. been was the friggin' Vegas League Finals. <laughs> yeah. I wanted that bad. Yeah, that we wanted the ship. Court. We wanted to bring home the chip. But That's when the magic yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. In reality, really said. Yeah. Hey. That's when reality said. That was rough. Um, all right, we, we've gone on long enough, so we will wrap yeah, it up. Please. Does anybody have anything anything <laughs> profound to say no. to, to end this? No. Nothing. Okay. Al Horford, uh, keep it rolling. I will be ready well, to go I'm, Friday I'm night for my Lakers revenge game. Like Jimmy needs this one bad. This is a big redemption game for Jimmy. I will be back stronger <laughs> than ever, better and stronger, bigger, faster. You and Schroeder. I will. Um, I'll have to think about what I'm gonna what I'm gonna have for this. Yeah. For cocktail for this game. Okay. 
Maybe just don't have the first one until like. Yeah, maybe I'll just have to uh, <laughs> keep it all in check. Yeah. We don't want any that's a, repeats. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'll or text. You, I'll text you when it's okay to have one. John's gonna be a nervous. John's gonna be a nervous wreck. He's gonna like. No, you know, we all sign on. He's he's gonna be like this, like waiting for me to sign on. Like, please don't be slurring your words and be all over the place. <laughs> I gotta yes. go back and watch that episode before the next time. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> I did it, unless Jimmy burned it. I don't know. I think it's. I think I pinned it to my top of my Twitter. <laughs> YouTube somewhere. No, I didn't do that. So yeah, it's somewhere in the YouTube. That's so billions funny. and billions of videos. That was Tom.com. We were all talking to each other, and you know, Jimmy was making his points, and we're all just kind of looking at each other, like, "What's going on?" Right. <laughs> I was yeah, fine. Yeah. You guys were freaking out about it. Was, it was like a, it was I like actually, a, yeah. if you watch that show back, I dominated that whole episode. Yeah, oh, you dominated did. that whole episode. Yeah, but no, Bob, you're you're dead on. I'm looking at Bob and Leo. Is this a bit? It was like a Robert Kraft like <laughs> like like a Super Bowl acceptance, uh, you know, <laughs> speech. <laughs> it was an important yeah. show too. That was like a very consequential game. Oh, that was they good. lost. Uh, at the end yeah yeah so uh very quickly I'll, I'll mention our sponsor but let you guys know subscribe to patriots press pass on youtube if you haven't already we've got a game tomorrow night they're in uh, atlanta yes, too sir. yeah in atlanta yeah. we'll be so, doing patriots patriots post game yeah exactly wow so yeah they've been following each other yeah Cleveland, uh, Atlanta. so atlanta exactly so we will check that out oh hold on one second that should be a that should be an easy w it should be I don't know should if it will be. be, but it should be. Yeah, Nothing's should easy be. for this day. Well, last week was. Last yeah. week was a cruise. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I still don't check believe in the Pats, but they're, they're I, surprising me. It's funny. Like, there's good reason to feel optimistic, but I do think the uh, the the gushing has gone to a uh, you know obscene level at this point, mm -hmm. where you know you might have to pump the brakes a little bit. But right now, it's a. Uh, there's the Browns no win does a lot because that's a good team. The that last was a, two before that were. That was a I big, mean, like that was a complete win. Mm -hmm. Like it's ten times more entertaining than last season. We can all agree. Those games were so damn painful to watch. But Cam's season. back in Carolina. Get ready for he that is. experience. Yeah. So I know a lot of you guys oh, in this back. chat are Pats fans too. So come join us over there um, for that post game show. We're back here with these guys, obviously, uh, on Friday for the Lakers. I think most of the gang is going to be at that game. Um, so it's going to be a lot of dark uh, backgrounds and masks and stuff, but we'll make it work. Um, and also, com.com slash garden, America's number one sleep and meditation <clears throat> app, partnered right. with LeBron James, who's coming to Boston. He's going to be a special guest on this show, maybe. Possibly, um, yep. Com.com slash garden 40 it's, it's almost definite um 40 off for a premium subscription limited time only so go get yourself some yeah he just hit me uh, back he said he should be able to make he it work. did all right good yeah. jimmy i was gonna ask you but i didn't want to i didn't want to do it on the show he would hit up jimmy right that's mm -hmm. cool uh celtics fall to <laughs> atlanta 110 99 they fall to seven and eight on the season lakers coming up on friday we will be back thank you guys as always for watching and we will see you you.